0: we're living in some scary times. Anyway, I hope you're all staying safe, washing your hands, you know, doing the right thing, keeping your distance from others and all that, staying inside if you're not feeling well, and just generally taking care of yourself and others. Right. So in 2013, there was a study um, called Physical Order Produces Healthy Choices, Generosity, and Conventionality, Whereas Disorder Produces Creativity. All right. So essentially, they were measuring people's behavior in an orderly room and in a disorderly room. And they were looking for a positive outcome from being in a disorderly room because the general assumption is if you're in an orderly room, you're gonna make better decisions, right? So everybody's telling you clean up your desk, keep your, you know, keep the clothes off the floor, all those sorts of things. But is that advantageous? What they found was that it is in some for certain behaviors, whereas disorderly rooms promote other behaviors. So in experiment one, they tested generosity by asking people to make donations and uh, healthy choices by asking people to choose an apple or a chocolate bar. People in an orderly room tended to donate more. And eat more apples. People in a disorderly room donated less, but and ate chocolate bars. In experiment two, they asked people to come up with new uses for ping pong balls. The people in an orderly room less creative ideas, in a disorderly room more creative ideas. And in experiments three, they asked people whether they would like to see a change on a menu item or stick with the status quo. And people in an orderly room stuck with the status quo. And people in a disorderly room tended to Uh, opt for change. So what does that mean? At the end, in the conclusion they wrote, disorderly environments seem to inspire breaking free of traditions which can produce fresh insights. Orderly environments in contrast encourage convention and playing it safe. And that brings me to today's topic which is keeping track of your ideas and how to do that. Truthfully, my system doesn't work that well. It works well for me only because I've been doing it for a long time and it seems to just be how my mind operates I've got a paper notebook, I've got pieces of paper all over the place and I've got my iPad and so what I tend to do is just write down ideas wherever I'm at now there's a certain advantage to each medium um, and that's what I'm gonna go over you know, post notes and these little cut-up sheets of paper. They're great if you just have a quick note. You can write it down, uh, move it over. The problem with them, they I tend to lose them, right? So you got to deal with them pretty quick. Uh, notebook, paper notebook is great. I like writing with a pen, so it's wonderful for me. But it's not very portable. iPad. It's great because you know you can write you can write on it. Uh, you can type on it. There's lots of software options out there, things like that it's not quite as romantic as paper though and that's one drawback for me is writing on it for a long extended period of time is, is difficult um, you know when i'm thinking i like to write as opposed to type so that's where i'm at so using these three systems together is a little bit tricky uh, um, what I've been doing is I've been writing down on paper, whatever I think in the paper notebook or on these sheets of paper, and then snapping a photo any, of any relevant images and, into or scanning the document into note Shelf, which is a um, a note uh, note-taking app, which is pretty good. It's one of the better ones that I've tried. I, there's some features I wish it had, like page scrolling, but you know we can forgive a little bit. And that seems to have been working for this for this project. Um, it doesn't always work well for me, uh, depending on what I'm doing. What I'm going to try next, though, for the next episode is OneNote. And I'm curious about OneNote because it's more robust, uh, but the availability feature of features is dependent on the device that you're using. So what you have available to you on your iPad, or on your computer is different, and that, that's kind of a problem. But you can dump a lot of information into a note. So if you want to dump, if you want to put in links or, uh, you know, uh, f- attach files or just write in it, it's really easy to do that in note. The other thing I really like is that you can expand and contract the, the um, page. So you know you can you can move around a little bit more than you can in Noteshelf. So I'm gonna try that and see how that goes. What I'm also going to try when I get to scripting is writing in IA Writer. Now, when I'm doing my story writing or something like that, I like using IA Writer because it's a markdown editor. It's distraction-free writing, and it, I really like that typewriter feature where the line that you're you're typing is just always in the middle of the page, which I, I really quite like. Um, Microsoft has its focus mode, which I thought was good, but it's just it was a little bit. It was more than I needed it to be. Uh, with IA Writer, I can just. I can either publish to WordPress or I can send it to Word or whatever I need to do. So I, the, I like integrating that into my workflow. So there's a few options there. So, so really what you need to do is find a system that works for you. I I mean, I would suggest starting with paper. The reason I say that is I, I think pa- writing on paper is is better. And it, it helps me think more clearly for sure. You don't get any notifications or, you know, there's not light coming back at you. Um, and typing, I find, is it. While it's fast, it's not as conducive to thinking. So, you know, get yourself a notebook, find yourself a pencil or a pen that you like writing with, and just sit there and write. Now, portability, that's the issue. So maybe type something in your phone. Um, When you get home, write it down. If that's where you're starting at, of course, everybody's got their own system, right? Who am I to say, what's the best system? So what's next? Next is making people aware of your content. I think so far there has been one view on YouTube, one listen on the on podcast, and two views on the blog. So we're not doing too hot in terms of viewership. So I'm going to look into promoting my content or promoting this content and see what works for me. It's not something I like doing, uh, but it's something that I have to do if I want people to see this content. And there's no reason putting it out there if I don't want people to see it. So that's that's the plan for next time. Anyway, I hope you found this entertaining, at least informative in some way, and you know, in- engaging enough that you want to subscribe and, and continue along on this journey with me. Uh, if you haven't watched the two previous episodes, please go do that. Uh, you know, if you're looking for reflections on this ep- on the previous episodes, they'll be posted on. Uh, This episode's blog. And yeah, so go. There's a few different formats you can look at there. I hope you're keeping safe, keeping yourself healthy, taking care of yourself, and taking care of each other. Um, We'll see you in the next episode.